welcome back. It's just you and me today, you guys. No sponsors, no guests, because the podcast was meant to be on a three-week hiatus, but I thought I would jump in here to catch you up a bit. If you're new to this podcast, welcome. Thank you for listening. This is a very unique episode, not the usual. And if you started listening somewhat recently, you've probably only heard me as the interviewer or in the brief, hopefully brief, I'm working on that, the introductions and the ads between the moments between the episode. And if you've been listening since 2013, when I started this podcast, special hello and thank you so much for sticking around with me through all the ups and downs of hosting this podcast for the better part of my 20s. This year, I kind of experienced quite a down. I said there were a lot of ups and downs in this podcast, and there have been. And I didn't really talk about it while I was going through it because I didn't really know what was happening or what was happening. And I'm still figuring that out, actually. But what I've come to now is that I was experiencing major burnout. Has anyone else experienced burnout? Let me know. Tell me on Instagram. It's probably the easiest place to tell me quickly. I'm at Katie Delbout. Just comment on my most recent photo and maybe we can start a conversation there about burnout and if we've experienced it, what we've done when we have and how to overcome it, I guess, or just not be in denial that it's happening. It's an interesting sensation because when you're in burnout, there's not a light that comes on or confetti that starts. It's like, oh, you are entering burnout and go. It's just kind of like you're in it and you have to admit that and accept that, which is challenging for me as someone who's just like, roll up your sleeves, you just do it, you get all the work done. Anyway, so I'll make an Instagram post when this comes out about burnout and then let's talk about it. But this year, like I said, I think I experienced it. And I started this podcast from my studio apartment in Michigan in 2013. If you've been listening for a while, you know that. If you're new, I'm going to just kind of once upon a time, if you will, tell you the story. I worked and lived alone in Michigan. I didn't have many friends, but I was very, very into wellness in such an earnest way. I was so into self-help and spirituality. I was in it, you guys. I was making all of the nut milks and all of the tonics and all of the green juices. And my Vitamix was my best friend. (laughs) And I had a lot of friends on the internet, okay? I didn't have many in my real life space, but I had a lot of people in self-help and wellness and spirituality that I admired and I wanted to meet. So on a whim, I turned my blog, which was called The Wellness Wonderland, into a podcast called The Wellness Wonderland Radio, and voila, I was talking one-on-one with the people I most admired in wellness. And this became my weekly podcast on the feed that you're listening to right now. And If you scroll back 200 episodes ago, you'll hear this lonely 22-year-old talking into the headphones that came with my iPhone, and I was making a podcast. 
And as the years went by, I realized my obsession with wellness wasn't really healthy. Therefore, the topics shifted to talking to fewer health coaches and self-help gurus and more about body image. And I talked to eating disorder recovery community people and body image experts. These are people, these are my episodes with Isabel Fox and Duke, who's been on the podcast three times, and Christy Harrison, the host of Food Psych, who has been on my podcast at least twice, maybe three times. I can't keep track. I talked to author Kelsey Miller, and she was a very influential person in my life. She started the Anti-Diet Project, which was a column she wrote for Refinery29 about her journey to intuitive eating and letting go of dieting. And I ended up writing an essay for that column about anorexia nostalgia, which is something I experienced and is a clinical thing. And that kind of, at that time in 2014, 2015, kind of went viral in a way. It got picked up by Teen Vogue and they wrote an article about me in the Daily Mail, and it was it was kind of everywhere for that brief moment of time, just being vulnerable and talking about this. So I had Kelsey Miller on right around the time that her first book called Big Girl came out. I talked to Simi Bodich about intuitive eating. I talked to Caroline Dooner, the founder of The Fuck It Diet. I talked to Dr. Linda Bacon about her amazing work about getting rid of the stigma around fat and health at every size. Anyway, we talked about intuitive eating and letting go of diet culture and being so dogmatic with wellness. That was a big focus for a really long time of the podcast. And as more years went by, Mind you, you know, this is the better part of my early 20s. So at this point, I'm around 25 and my fascination with wellness intersects with my fascination with anti-dieting. But thankfully around this time, my interests as a whole, I'm kind of moving through it. You know, I'm feeling better about intuitive eating and anti-dieting and my interests brought into other things, thankfully. And the name of the podcast then changes to let it out. The wellness wonderland goes away. And I should mention here too, that somewhere within there, I got a book deal and I wrote a book about journaling, which is 55 journaling prompts. And that was called let it out. So that became the name of this show as well, which I think is really fitting because that's essentially what I'm asking the guests to do each week is honestly, rawly open up and let it out. Whatever it is that they want to share be vulnerable about. So at this point, the podcast topics aren't just, you know, yoga and green juice, and they're not just body image and anti-diet culture, although those things do bleed into every conversation I have because, you know, you can take the wellness wonderland off of iTunes and off of the internet, but you can't take the girl out of wellness wonderland or wellness wonderland out of the girl, I like to say. So it's still a topic that I bring up to whoever I'm talking about, regardless of their specialty or their background. But now the topics I'm covering brought in even more. And the new name of the podcast really lends itself to that. And personally, at this time, I've now broken up with a boyfriend who was really responsible for helping me start this podcast. And I start dating again myself which really, you know, for the first time as an adult, I'm dating. So you'll hear me talk about relationships and sex with guests like Kemanami. And while 
I try to stay in the interview chair. I'm not Terry Gross. So these episodes are really such a showcase of where my interests and where my anxieties are at the time I'm recording. It's so crazy for me to go back and even to just look at the topics that I'm talking about. It's such a mirror of where I was. And that season, we talked about the moon and our periods. We talked about getting my period back was something I was really focused on back then. So I talked to Elisa Vitti, who's a hormone expert. I talked to Jessica Renan about endometriosis. We talked about something called the mother wound in episode 131 with Bethany Webster, which I found so fascinating. We talked to, you know, more self-help people and people who were doing all sorts of creative things. And many of them became my friends and mentors after I recorded the episodes with them. And, you know, now at this point, we're up to about 2016. My book has come out. And under the influence of the podcast that I was consuming most at that time, which were mainly comedy podcasts back then, because I'd shifted away from being so focused on wellness and personal growth that I just needed to fill my mind with something else. So I started listening to a lot of comedy and that was WTF with Mark Marin, and You Made It Weird with Pete Holmes and many others. And so my episodes get way longer at this time, basically to, you know, the format that you're used to today. If you've been listening about an hour and a half or two hours, sometimes two and a half hours, I think I can cringe, but I'm pretty sure we have an episode somewhere in the archive that is three hours long. And, you know, that's the way the cookie crumbled. (laughs) And at this point, guest-wise, it's not just people who are into wellness. Like I said, it's actors and comedians, like my episode with Andre Vermeulen, which I love. And she did become a really great friend. And her boyfriend, Andrew Michon, did the podcast, who's a great comedian. And Beth Stelling, one of the best comedians. And then, of course, my episode with Josh Radner, which was so cool to do. And I'm talking to these people about their career and about their work, but I'm also, you know, kind of asking my usual wellnessy questions where we're talking about self-care and back to my wellness wonderland days, we're still talking about the questions that I would ask back then about their morning routines. And I just wasn't so granular. You know, when I started, I was asking questions that were so specific to health coaches and just people in general, like, you know, what do you do in the morning? And how many chia seeds are you putting in that smoothie? And do you have your warm water with lemon before or after the workout? Like I, I just cared so much about what people were doing. But at this point in the podcast, it broadens. And I don't care about the specifics of people's lives. I just want to talk about what it's like to be a person in the world and how they're navigating that and learn whatever it is they're most excited and passionate about talking about. Now, this brings us up to 2017, where a big thing happened in my life. I moved to New York City, and I went from almost entirely recording the episodes remotely to 99.9% of the podcast being recorded in person. I got a whole new setup, new microphones, and I was running around the city with it all in my backpack recording in all sorts of different places. I've had a couple therapists on, so I've recorded many episodes in therapist's office, which is very, very comfortable. And I've recorded in a busy Manhattan restaurant with a chef. We talked about 
food and hospitality in, in many episodes, including my episode with Camilla Ruth Marcus, the founder of Westbourne and the former editor-in-chief of Food and Wine Magazine and a guest host on Top Chef, Dana Cowan. And we even recorded at my favorite coffee shop in Brooklyn, The End. I did a live episode there. I've recorded in a dermatologist's office with Dr. Sibel Fishman, who I love. I've had on Dr. Frank Lippman and also in Pilates Studios when I had on Anula at some of my favorite places around the city, like Springbone and Divya's Kitchen, mostly just because I had just moved here and I wanted to meet these people and share with my friends. You guys are my friends. And I wanted to just share these cool places and cool people. And that's what I was doing. But I realize now that a lot of what I was doing with this podcast up until that point was quite self-serving. These conversations were more about me and less about you as the listeners, and that's, you know, why I'm essentially doing this episode. I want to improve this podcast to be less about what I need and more about what you as the listener needs. Here's the thing. At first, this was totally fine that I was doing this for me because let's go back As you recall, when I started, I was entirely alone and this was entirely for me because no one was listening. (laughs) You know, it was simply a way for me to meet people. And I often say when I'm encouraging people to start podcasts, which I do, I think everyone who wants to have a podcast should have one, but I often say that podcasting is the new networking. And I really do believe that podcasting makes for great networking, especially when I started. And I do think that anyone who wants that out of podcasting can definitely use it as an incredible tool to connect with your podcast guests and the listeners of your podcast and turn them into friends and mentors. I've done it so many times. But that can't be your only intention. And once you grow and you have an audience listening... At a certain point, you must shift from the podcast exclusively being about you and make it about your audience and what they need from you and your content. And that's what I'm doing now, which brings me to the most recent season of the podcast that if you've been listening for the last six months or so, started in about January of this year. And the first episode was with Lacey Phillips talking about manifestation, Kimberly Johnson talking about sex and motherhood, Kayleen Schaefer, the author of the book that I loved so much, Text Me When You Get Home, about friendship, female friendship. And then we rounded out the episodes of this season with some musicians, Trevor Hall and Emily Kenny, And we talked about the creative process and the necessity of boredom and a lot about social media. Again, all the topics and people that we covered on this season really were a mirror of who I'm most fascinated by right now and whose work has helped me. And this brings us up to the present. The very last episode of the season was a full circle moment for me. I talked to DJ Tasha Blank, and it was interesting because we talked in that episode about topics I've never covered on the podcast before, like psychedelics, but we also meandered into territory that I have covered 
over and over and over again in the past 236 episodes of this podcast. We mentioned acne, which was funny because in the first season, I had two acne experts on because during that time in my life, I was experiencing really bad acne. We also talk about food and our relationship to food and our bodies and eating disorders, which as you know, I've covered at length and will constantly think about and talk about. I love hearing about people's relationship with food, knowing that food isn't just nourishment and fuel. It's also connection and how we relate to each other. And it's one of the very few sensory pleasures we have in our lives. And I love talking about that. We talk about creativity on entrepreneurship and expressing yourself within your work. Again, a constant topic in this podcast and something that I'm going to be fascinated about forever and will continue into the rest of the the next 236 episodes. And we also talk about relationships and how we interact with each other. And anyway, again, another topic that I definitely will carry over and have had in the past six years of this podcast. And then we touch on spirituality and death and God. Again, something that's so fascinating to talk to people about. So in this final episode with Tasha, it just made me realize how there actually is a through line through these episodes and what topics I want to focus on in the next six years of the podcast. And this is what I came up with. Creativity, relationships, self-care and wellness, and spirituality and growth as a person. What do you guys think of those topics? Do you want to hear different things? Is there something that I missed? That's the direction topic-wise that we're going to head with Let It Out, unless I hear from you that there's something I missed. But the format of this podcast might change eventually, not quite yet. There's a listener survey, which you can still fill out if you haven't already. We'll link to it in the show notes of this episode. But from Reading through the responses I've gotten so far to that, there's been many, and thank you so much. And also, I read my iTunes reviews. I literally read every single one of them. I've realized that through that feedback, some of you love these long-format episodes, and some of you really hate it, (laughs) like really hate it. There's no medium. (laughs) It's either love or hate, (laughs) which is funny because you know I feel like if people hate it, You don't have to listen to it all at once and you don't have to listen to the whole thing if you don't want to, but I get it. You know, people like what they like. I'm somewhere in the middle and I think there for sure have been episodes that could have been way shorter, but there are also some where I just couldn't get it any shorter, you guys. And I don't like cutting out any moments of the episodes. And I also don't like when I'm actually recording it, cutting off the conversation inorganically. Because, you know, I just find that the best parts of the episode happen about an hour in. That's when we can just be people with each other and forget we're recording. I don't know the answer for my ideal length of this podcast. The podcast I listen to vary in length. But I do know that I'm going to start experimenting And honestly, just follow my intuition more when I'm interviewing. That might mean 
tossing out some of the standard questions I've asked since the Wellness Wonderland days to cover new ground, but maybe not. Maybe I will make sure those are always in. It'll just depend on the episode. My boyfriend pointed out to me that these long-form podcasts that I love so much, like WTF and You Made It Weird with Pete Holmes, they're who I modeled the length of my podcast off of, but they're hosted by professional comedians, professional entertainers. And primarily, the guests they're having on are also entertainers and comedians, meaning there's two professional entertainers having a dynamic conversation where I'm not a comedian or a professional entertainer, although I like to think of myself as one sometimes, definitely not. And my interviewees are sometimes entertainers, but mostly not. And for many of them, it's often their first time on a podcast, which makes it a very different show that I'm trying to do than the shows that I was kind of modeling off of that are really, really long and can be two hours of volley and back and forth conversation and a joke here and a tangent there. And maybe I just don't have the capacity to do that on this podcast. And therefore it needs to be an hour or an hour and some change. So we'll see. I'm going to be experimenting, but don't worry you still have at least five very long episodes coming your way because I have five episodes recorded on my computer right now that I'm going to be airing. I'll tell you at the end who they who the guests are because they're so good. But anyway, you've got some long episodes coming your way, but you might have some shorter episodes coming your way later. And length isn't the only way I'm going to be switching things up around here at the podcast because I realized I love listening to podcasts with co-hosts. So I'm hoping to choose one participant from Let a Podcast Out, which is a workshop that I have that I made that helps people who want to start podcasts. And I thought it would be really cool if I chose someone to co-host an episode with me. So we'll see what that feels like. And I've also been leading a lot of panels live And that got me thinking that I'd love to make some episodes around a specific topic or idea and bring in some experts around that topic and then have a discussion, just like I would have a discussion about something with my friends. And we'd bring in that idea that we want to discuss, and we would just hear what different people think about that. You know, right now I was thinking about topical conversations around moving and dating and sex and intuitive eating and style, maybe whatever you guys want to hear about, whatever I'm most into talking about with my friends. And I'll just get a crew of my friends. My friends are like the most interesting people in the world. A lot of them you've heard on this podcast before. Some of them you haven't. And I think it would just be really fun to get them all in a room and pull out my microphone and start recording. Again, This is a new direction, but nothing that's really different from the main point of this podcast, which is something that's real, that's authentic, that feels cozy, like you're just eavesdropping on the conversations of other people. Those things will, or me just chatting with a friend, if it's just me like right now, those things will sustain this entire podcast and 
what you've liked about the podcast for the last six years will be carried into the next six years, but hopefully up-leveled and better and maybe a little bit different because the space of podcasting has changed so much in six years. Not only is it more saturated, but there's just so much variety and I need to change and evolve. And again, the theme of this episode is me being less selfish. So please let me know what topics you want to hear about. Comment those topics on my latest Instagram post. I'll make another Instagram post about topics, themes, and we'll talk about that there. It's easier to talk about it on the Instagram post, I think, than in direct messages because the comments are somewhere where we can all see what other people are saying. And I think that will make for a much more interesting conversation. We can also talk about this in the listener Facebook group. If you're not in that, there's a group for people on Facebook that listen to this podcast and we, you know, talk about the episodes. We talk about different things that we want to share, links to articles. And it's a really cool community there if you want to join. And we can talk about what you want to see more of and less of in that format as well. I also want to share with you guys two ideas for segments that I want to do on the podcast moving forward, maybe in 2019, or I don't know, maybe I'll start this in the next couple of weeks. I have this one idea that's kind of like my favorites episodes. Do you guys like those? About once a month. It hasn't been once a month. It's been like once a season, but hopefully it will be once a month. I've been doing these favorites episodes where I talk about things I'm essentially into, things that have enriched my life in some way that I'm grateful for. I talk about music and films and TV and clothing and food and just all sorts of things, whatever I want to really. So I thought that taking that, but making it a bit more micro, I would love to do something where I'm going to be calling it likes and learns. So at the end of each episode, I'm going to tell you one thing that I liked. So kind of like a favorite, I guess, in a diff- one category only. And then also something that I learned. So It could be something I heard on a podcast, something I overheard on the street, something a friend told me, something I read, whatever, just a lesson that I learned that I wanted to share. What do you guys think of that? Let me know. I'm going to start doing it on this episode. So at the end of the podcast, I'll give you my like and my learn for the week. And then I thought it could be really interesting because you guys could tell me your likes and learns for the week as well on Instagram or in the Facebook group. And then it could just become a community thing we're all doing together. What do you guys think of that? Let me know. I also thought another segment could be a Q&A. And I get so many questions in my email and in the listener Facebook group and in the DMs on Instagram. And I thought maybe I could answer one question that I've gotten or tell you a question that I've been personally pondering and we could end the episode with that. What do you think? Let me know. I will also do an example of that at the end of this episode so you can see what that might be like. 
Okay, but first, let me tie this all up in a beautiful bow. Thank you so much for listening, not just to this episode, but for the last six years, some of you, or four years, or three years, or two years, or two episodes, no matter how long you've been here, thank you. You've let me meander and change and grow on this podcast. It's been the best thing that I've ever done. I've said that before, but I really do mean it. And this year, it also caused me a lot of stress. And to return to my point at the beginning, which was about burnout, what I didn't mention at all until right now is that alongside of this podcast and writing my book and all the things I was doing publicly on the internet, I also was working a full-time job. And like all jobs, it was flexible at times, and at other times it was very demanding and stressful. But I'm so grateful for that full-time job because it covered my costs of living and it covered the costs of making this podcast. And the cost of podcasting is something that people don't talk about enough. And people who make podcasts know, but people who just listen to podcasts might not even realize or know that podcasting as a hobby, much like any other hobby, like when you start quilting or knitting, you have to buy in, you know, you have to buy the materials and it's very costly. You have to pay to host it, to get it to iTunes actually costs money. Of course, the obvious one, the equipment, the microphones, all of that. And then, you know, eventually you might want to pay an editor. I have an editor of the podcast. I invested in a composer to make the music that you hear in this podcast. When I wanted to upload the quality, those costs became higher. And that was fine for me because I was working a full-time job. So it afforded me to have this as my hobby. Some years I didn't travel as much because I was making a podcast and that's where I wanted to spend the limited resources that I had in my early 20s, working a job with a salary, but a pretty small one. And in early 2017, so this was a bit over a year ago, I started having sponsors and advertisers on this podcast for the first time. And this just started honestly because I had brands reaching out to me asking if they could be sponsors and I just didn't like their stuff. And so I was like, no, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. And the more that that happened, I was like, you know, what if I reached out to brands myself that I actually do love their products and would talk about them to my friends, you guys, anyway, what if I reached out to them to see if they would want to sponsor the podcast? And a couple of them said yes, which was really cool. And it was great. But honestly, it took a lot more time on my end managing these partnerships and sponsorships and the emails that come with that and the admin that comes with that. So my workload was just tripling and quadrupling. And I wanted to keep doing the podcast, but it ended up not being so great for my mental health because I was just experiencing burnout. I felt like 
I needed to change something. I ended up quitting my full-time job because I couldn't give up this podcast and this community that I've built for six years. But for my sanity and for my relationships, I was forced to choose one or the other. It either had to be my full-time job or this podcast. I couldn't do both. And of course, I chose the podcast. We're here. So here I am, jobless. About a month ago, I left my full-time job, which was the scariest thing I've ever done in my life. Yeah, I was just checking that that was true. And moving to New York felt big and at times scary, but it didn't really feel scary. But this felt scary, like jumping off of a diving board, scary. But I'm really happy that I did it. This podcast is the greatest. I love it so much, and I'm really excited about the future of it, and I hope that you'll still be around as I change and grow and shift for another six years, and hopefully until I'm 90. Who knows what podcasting will be like when I'm 90, but I think I still want to be doing it because this really gives me a lot. All right, I'm going to quickly do the first ever let it out likes and learns segment and tell you a question I've been pondering. But first, I just want to tell you one more thing that I started this year in 2018, which maybe contributed to the workload and the burnout, but you know, it is what it is. We're here now. But I started to talk to people who, like me, wanted to make a podcast, wanted to network, wanted to meet people, wanted to share something that they were learning. And podcasting was the medium that they wanted to do that in. So I started podcast advising with people who wanted to essentially do what I'm doing, what what I call DIY podcasting, meaning people who aren't working for a Gimlet or NPR. These are people with a full-time job. They maybe are moms or they just want to do this as a side project. And they totally can, but it does take a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of little specifics that you need to know and you can easily find out Googling. But when I started my podcast, I had a podcast advisor. It was my boyfriend at the time. He was really good at technology and figuring stuff out and Googling. And I am not. I clinch at those things and I just give up. I give up really easily when things are, not when they're challenging necessarily, but when they're out of my wheelhouse, I just give up. And he was like, you handle the things that you're good at. That's interviewing, curating the people that you want to have on the podcast, coming up with the topics. I'll figure out the technology, how to edit it, how to get it to iTunes. And I'm so forever grateful for him that I wanted to be that for other people. So I started doing this one-on-one podcast advising and I actually loved it so much. It was really cool. It became, you know, kind of this side project that I was doing and I've helped some pretty cool podcasts get started. Some of them haven't even aired yet, but they're about to air. I won't say who they are, but I've consulted with an influential facialist, an author, someone who does a lot of astrology. It's just been really, really cool. And some of them are even previous guests of this podcast that you guys know. I can't wait for you to hear their episodes. And this winter, 
I went into a cocoon and I made something that I put more effort and care into than anything else I've ever done in my career, which like I said before, you know, didn't help with the burnout, but I really did enjoy the process of making this, which it's a workshop about podcasting called Let a Podcast Out. It's just that I had so much on my plate while working on it. It was it was just a lot. But I wanted it to be perfect. It was the first time that I've ever had something on the internet that I'm selling. Like I said, I wrote a book, but you know, that's just in Barnes and Noble and on Amazon. It's not something that I'm asking people for money for. It doesn't really feel like that. And I'm not really making money from it at all. So this is something that I just wanted to make because I wanted to help people start podcasts. Cause like I said, it's given me so much. And yeah, I don't know. I packaged how to start a podcast from inception to getting it onto the internet. You know, it talks about coming up with a name for the podcast, how to get guests. I often get asked how I reach out to these guests and get them to say yes. I give people the exact email templates that I use, the subject lines that I use, all the technology that I use and suggest. I talk about the logistics of getting it onto an RSS feed and getting it to iTunes. And then of course, marketing it, finding listeners for your podcast, and then even how to monetize it. And that's in eight chapters, essentially. I hired a audio engineer to record them beautifully. I hired someone to build a website. So it's all really formatted beautifully. I needed it to be perfect, essentially, which is why I spent so much time and effort creating this because I was like, if I'm going to buy something that I could take a lot of time to Google or hire someone or figure out on my own. It needs to be really user-friendly and really perfect. And that's what this does. It packages a lot of stuff that, you know, yeah, you could find a lot of this information on the internet, but there's so much information that I wanted to distill it down in this really easy to understand way and completely open the kimono on everything that I've done. And that's kind of the worst part of the workshop, honestly. that's It's really helpful. But the best part, I think, is that I also recorded interviews with over a dozen expert podcasters. So these are other podcast hosts. So the host of That's So Retrograde, the host of Almost 30. I had Jess Mernan, the host of One Part Plant, Christy Harrison, the host of Food Psych, the host of Being Boss, Emily and Kathleen. And they open up their kimonos and they tell you everything about how they do podcasting which is different from how I do it. So you're not only getting how I do it, but the perspective of Just Lively and Kathleen Shannon and all of these other people. I also have on an audio engineer and just it's whatever. It's really, really great. And I, I really love it. And last time I launched this for the first time in June, and I did two coaching calls with everybody in it and I got to meet everyone. There's a private Facebook group, which was really fun. And this is the coolest part of it all. There's a contest element to incentivize people in the workshop to not just be this thing that they bought on the internet and maybe looked at once, but to actually take the information and create a podcast. That's why I want people to do this. It isn't so I can make money because trust me, it's like I should do something else if that's what I wanted. It's not so I can 
I don't know what else it would be for. It's really just because I love this medium and I want to bring more people to podcasting. I think with social media and sound bites, podcasting is such a welcomed phenomenon where people actually have meaningful, deep conversations and there's actually connection. And I want more people to do it. So anyway, there's a contest element where people who are in the workshop submit to me in nine months after the workshop, a, or not nine months, six months, there's a deadline. That's the point. (laughs) Anyway, that deadline helps them to actually make something. And then they submit an episode of their podcast or a clip from the podcast that they make. And I'm choosing one of them that will air on this podcast station, kind of like American Idol, I guess, for podcasters, except in a very small way. Anyway, you're going to get to hear one of the people who participated in the workshop and they're going to be on this channel. It's going to be the next episode and I can't wait for you to hear it. I'm so excited that I've been able to help 22 people submitted their full baked episodes. And I'm so excited that I've been even a small part of getting people to create something that they're proud of and that they love. And I can't wait for you to hear from them. It's going to be really, really hard to choose. I've been procrastinating doing it for a really long time. If you or anyone you know is thinking about starting a podcast, send them to letapodcastout.club. The link will be in the show notes too. And just have them take the course tour. It gives them the first two chapters or modules, and then you'll be able to see if it's for you or not. And just just check it out, you know? If you want to start a podcast, this is how you do it. This is something that I worked really hard on and I'm really proud of. And it, this is just the most earnest thing for me. I'm running it again. So this is the second time and it will start at the end of October. So you have until the end of October to sign up if you want to do it or if you know someone who wants to do it or you think this could be helpful, that would be cool. I also lowered the price by $100 from the last time because I really want this to be totally accessible and something that I could have paid for when I was 22 and just starting out. So check it out. If you want to do it, I want you to be able to do it. If you decide that you do want to do it or you know someone that you want to buy it for, there's actually an early bird discount if you sign up before October 17th. So if you know you're going to do it, just sign up before October 17th to get that discount. And because you're listening right now, you can use the family discount for listeners of this podcast, which gives you another $50 off. And that's just let it out. Easy to remember, let it out. So if you know you want to do it already, just sign up now because before or whenever, but before October 17th to get that early bird discount and then make sure you use the code, let it out. It sounds like this is an ad, but it's really not. I really just wanted to tell you about this. Okay. I'm also going to be doing a Q&A about everything podcasting related slash just a hangout on my Instagram live on Sunday night, the 14th at 6 p.m. So if you want to come to that and just hang out, I've done an Instagram live like one other time. So this should be fun. and. I would love to see you guys there and I'll answer all of your questions on podcasting right then and there. 
Now for my likes and learns of the day. I learned something about interrupting, specifically in conversation when you are getting interrupted a lot and you cannot get a word in edgewise. I watched this YouTube video from this person named Vanessa Van Edwards. She wrote this book called Captivate, which I want to read and I want to have her on the podcast. But what I learned was this technique that prevents people from interrupting you And she gives a bunch of techniques actually in this video, but she says one thing you can do to get your thought out completely is to preface things by saying, I have three things I want to tell you, or I have a couple things I need you to know. So then that way, she actually says, make sure you quantify it and give a number. So maybe a couple is ambiguous. So maybe you should say three or four. And then that way they know that they have to wait to speak until you get through all three of them. And I find that very helpful with a couple people in my life. Anyway, just put that in your arsenal of tools. That's that. And something else I've been, so that was my learn. And then something I've been loving. Okay, this is complicated. I feel like I should pick a different one, but this is honestly so earnest. (laughs) Here's why this is complicated. Okay, well, the thing is my new sheets. I got these new sheets in the mail. And I have to be honest, this is why it's complicated. I got them for free and they are a future advertiser on this podcast. So I feel like I shouldn't be calling them out as my like right now because they didn't pay for this mention. And I, yeah, I feel like people might tune out if they know that I got them for free or that they're a sponsor. But here's the thing. I would just not even tell you that, but I do have a discount code for you. If you did want to try them, you might as well get the 15% off. The code is let it out. But Altera Pure makes the nicest sheets. And honestly, it's probably, their sheets are really nice. They're organic cotton. You'll hear all about me talking about them in the next episode when they're a sponsor. But I just don't think I've ever had nice sheets before. I've always had jersey sheets or flannel sheets, which are lovely, Nick, my boyfriend, hates jersey sheets. He says that they're like sticky and he doesn't like them at all. But I I thought they were lovely. And flannel, I adore. My mom has these Santa bear sheets that she always puts on my bed when I come home at Christmas. And I've had them since I was a child. Did you guys have Santa bears? Did anyone collect Santa bears? I have a trash bag full of them at my mom's house if anyone needs them. Anyway. I got these cotton sheets and I feel every night I'm excited to get into bed because I feel like I'm at a hotel. It's crazy. And then honestly, it's it's made getting out of bed quite challenging because it's, I don't know what to say, you guys. Like I'm looking at my bed right now. They're just really cozy. Okay. This is sounding like an ad at this point, but it's really, it's really just not. But I'll tear up here, man, these sheets, if you need new sheets, you might as well, and you want to invest in some nice sheets, I highly recommend it, whatever you want to invest in, honestly. These are really good, though, and you can use the code let it out for 15% off, but I feel like I should give you another like or learn because even though that was not an ad, it sounded exactly like an ad. Like, I might as well just use that for the ad. Anyway, okay. I'm very, very excited for the next season of this podcast. I mentioned earlier that I would tell you some of the people that I've interviewed already that I have on this computer. Jenna Zoe, who is a human design reader. 
I loved recording my episode with her. I went uptown to the hotel she was staying in, which was also luxurious and beautiful. And we recorded this conversation in bathrooms, both of us. (laughs) And then I had on Deborah, the founder of Mama Medicine and Space by Mama Medicine, who's a shaman and just so interesting and cool. That's such a great conversation. And I talked to this person named Sahara, who's a new friend of mine, who's a music photographer, who's very well known. She also teaches Qigong and we met at the wing and really think you guys are going to like her if you don't already know her. And if you do, you're in for a treat. It's a long one. (laughs) A lot of these are long ones. And then I'm having on Kelsey Miller again. She has a new book out. It's called I'll Be There For You, which is a retrospective on the TV show Friends. I love the book. I'm reading it right now. I just got an advanced copy and I can't wait to talk to her about it. And maybe you want to read it in, you know, getting ready for the episode. That won't be out for a long time because I haven't actually recorded that one yet, but it's on my calendar. Anyway, who would you like to hear me interview? Who would you like for me to bring back on the podcast? Tweet at me and them to let us know or message me in some way, write it in the listener Facebook group. Let me know. Okay, I'm going to get up for a second and find another like or learn to tell you because I feel like I failed you on the one about the sheets. Even though it was totally genuine, I just feel as though it sounded like an ad and I want to give you something genuine. Okay. I'll be right back. Okay. I'm back. I have two things that I like that I want to tell you about that I just remembered. One of them is Jen Gotch's podcast, Jen Gotch is Okay Sometimes. And what made me think of that is I feel like I am channeling her in this episode in some way because she's so genuine and earnest and raw and vulnerable. And I feel like I've been like that in this episode. So maybe that subconsciously had infiltrated me and therefore it came through during this podcast. And another thing that I love is The Fullest Magazine, which is a magazine that I write for sometimes, actually monthly now. I'm writing for it monthly now that I'm jobless. I'm really not jobless. If this is this is a job, I guess. I'm jobless. Yeah, I'm jobless. Anyway, I write for The Fullest. And I had an article published in their most recent print edition, the issue about addiction. And I wrote about having my first ever hangover at age 27 and what that taught me about body image and intuitive eating and being present in my body. And I mentioned that in the last favorites episode that I would read it aloud on the podcast. And I was actually going to do that today, but I just saw that I've been recording for 52 minutes and that episode or that article is already seven pages long. So this would be a two hour episode, which I really don't want it to be. I thought this would be 20 minutes. Clearly, I'm a time optimist, which is something I've learned that my therapist told me, where basically I feel like I can get in much more than I can in the amount of time that I set, which is definitely apparent in this episode. So there are two things that I like additional to the ones I already shared with you. I'll have some more learnings for you next week on the podcast, which is a cool segment 
for me personally, going back to the selfish aspect of having a podcast, because it's going to force me to write down things that I learn, which will help me to remember them. And then, you know what they say, to teach is to learn. So I feel like when I share them with you, it will help me remember them and implement them even more. So that's a win-win. And then you also learn things. So it's good for you too. And then same thing with things that I like. That's just fun. It's just fun to share things that you like with people that you like. And I like you guys. That's all I've got for you this week. I love you so much. Thank you for listening. None of this would be possible without you. I'm so grateful. If you've been around for a long time, like I said, especially grateful. If you're new, what a weird episode to start with. But also you got the full backstory, so I guess it's good. Thank you for allowing me to evolve. And I am just, I'm just really excited for the future. And I think you should be too. Subscribe. That would be cool. Leave a review in iTunes. And last but not least, I have something called the Let It Out Letter. It's a email newsletter that I used to send out weekly back in the day. But then I didn't have time anymore. So it started to be like monthly. And then I started to say at the beginning of each one of them, oh my God, I'm so sorry. It has been seven months since I last wrote this email. I started out like Catholic confession, you know, like it has been this much time since my last email. And that's been true. I've been sending it out like quarterly or seasonally, if that. It's been so sporadic. However, I just sent one out this week and I loved it. And I want to send out more of them. So join my Let It Out letter. It's a place where I share a few meanderings, things that I've been listening to, reading, enjoying around the internet, a lot about movies, and I love movies so much. Do you guys have movie pass? You should get movie pass before it's gone or changes. It's really cool. Whatever. This is not an ad for movie pass. I just like seeing movies, okay? And if you want to be on the Let It Out letter list, There'll be a link in at the very top of the show notes for this episode, so you don't even have to scroll. You should join. That'd be cool. If you know someone who wants to start a podcast, send them to letapodcastout.club. I'm going to be doing a Facebook Live. No, not a Facebook Live. I don't know how to do that. An Instagram Live on the 14th at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I put it on my calendar and everything, just like a friend hangout, how we would do, you know? If it changes, I'll let you know, but probably won't. So hopefully I'll see you then. Oh, and if anyone wants to come to Kerpalu, I'm doing a let it out sleepover at my favorite retreat center, Kerpalu in Massachusetts at the end of December. And when I say end of December, I mean the end of December. This is a New Year's Eve situation, you guys. I'm going to be there. Nick, my boyfriend's going to be there. You should come. You should bring your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your best friend or your mom. I've had a lot of people messaging me about this actually because the Kerpalu workshop catalog came out and I was in it, which is very cool because I love Kerpalu so much. They have Ayurvedic food and it's just so beautiful. It's a wellness wonderland in real life. And I got a lot of messages from people saying, hey, I'm in my 30s or I'm in my 40s. Would it be weird if I came to your workshop? And I said to all of them, First of all, no. There are people of all ages, all genders, all 
phases in their lives that listen to this podcast. And so I expect that the group that is there for the New Year's Eve workshop will be the same and be reflective of that. So no matter where you are in your life or how you feel about yourself, you should definitely come to New Year's Eve at Kripalu if you want to. If you don't want to, no big deal. A lot of people have plans on New Year's Eve. Totally get that. But if you want to spend your New Year's Eve with me, it's about remixing resolutions and it's just going to be really magical and lovely and I'm really excited about it. And yeah, so if you if you want to come to that, my point is just come to that. The essay I wrote for Refinery29 that I mentioned earlier that Kelsey Miller was actually my editor for, and it was for her anti-diet project where I talked about anorexia and nostalgia. Actually, I just thought of this right now, chronicles my going to Gurpalu to one of my gurus events there and not feeling good enough and not feeling like I could go because of how my body looked at the time and not feeling like I would be accepted. And that was a really horrible feeling. But then I got there and I felt so cozy. Nobody cared about what I looked like or what I was eating or anything. They saw me just as an energy, as a person. And I was able to connect with people. I was able to laugh. I was able to enjoy food and learn things and make friends. And it kind of changed my life. So me going back to Kripalu, that I haven't been back since actually, since that. And me getting to go back as a teacher is really cool. And I'm really excited. And my stomach just growled, so I'm going to go eat breakfast. But again, I love you guys so much. And I'm really, really grateful for all of this. Bye. And I'm back. I forgot to tell you guys, there is a discount code if you sign up for Kripalu before October 20th. And that is... I wonder if you can hear my stomach right now. Anyway, the discount code is October, all written out, the month. 20, October 20, before October 20th, gives you 20% off of my workshop at Kerpalu in December. Anyway, wanted to tell you that. And also, duh, the emoji for the episode. Do you guys still like that? Do we still want to bring that into the new season? I think yes, but I'm open to feedback. This week, the emoji is the sunflower. I don't think we've used that before. If anyone can tell me which episode or if we've used that on a previous episode, you're going to win something. I'm going to send you a present in the mail. Because here's the thing, coming up the emoji for the end of the episode is really challenging because I've done 200 and some episodes. There's been a lot of emojis. We've used a lot of them. I don't know how many emojis there are, but there's not that many. Anyway, I'm going to stop complaining. The emoji is the sunflower. Comment that on my Instagram to let me know that you're listening all the way to the end. It's our little secret. Love you. Bye.